It's the Confederacy of Dunce Leak Pass Report. Well, welcome to our extra content, Confederacy of Dunks. We've got a new segment. We've done Freddy on the Fly. We've done the top draft picks of the 21st century. And now what we have for you is the League Pass Report. Freddy, what is the League Pass Report? What are we doing here? I love it. Uh, new new content forever. Maddie, the League Pass Report is... Uh, it's a little bit of just a, you know, a glimpse into the rest of the league. You assigned, a, you know, a team for me. I assigned a team for you. Yep. The assignment was to watch a full game from that team where where they are not playing the Raptors. Yeah. Uh, this is a way to keep us honest about the rest of the league. Keep us curious. And uh, let me tell you, I really, really enjoyed my game. You know, I really did too. I think, uh, obviously, I had a, a vested interest in it because uh, my mm-hmm. team was playing the Miami Heat. So we got to, uh, that was really my first time seeing Kyle since he was wow. a Raptor. I haven't sat down and watched him as a as a, a member of the Miami Heat really yet, other than in some highlights. So it was kind of exciting. It was a little bittersweet to see him uh, donning that that jersey. But uh, yes. yeah, also just nice to see how efficient and and great he still is, and, and of course he is. Uh, but yeah, I just thought that also uh, Freddie and I both have League Pass and, you know, there's a lot of games we can watch. We can watch any game we want. And I figured for me, especially Freddie, it's not as hard for you, but I need to I need to get to know some of these teams a little better. And why not use the thing that I pay for to do it? Yeah. So um, damn right. Man. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why uh, the first team that you picked for me was the Chicago Bulls, which I had a funny feeling before the season even started that they were going to be better than people thought. Hmm. And so I waited it out and I yeah wanted to, I mean, it's a bit of a tricky one because they, as we, as where we are at the time of the recording, there's, you know, Bulls games are being postponed. COVID's really hit them. And even with this game against the Miami Heat, DeRozan was out. Um, uh, Stanimal was out. Matt Thomas was out. <laughs> um, but like, those were the like o- the only real ones. Like, sorry, did you say Matt Thomas? He's on the Bulls. Matt Thomas is on the Bulls. Yeah, yeah. I love it. But he was out. <laughs> yeah, he was out. <laughs> huge, huge, uh, huge hit for the team for sure. But as well, Massive. like uh, obviously, I don't think it w- it, these are just injuries. But you know, Bam and Jimmy Butler being out. Is mm-hmm. pretty big as well as you know Markeith Morris. We know that he he likes to stir it up, and uh, somebody on the court. So it did kind of worry me going into it. I was like, oh no, is this too much pressure on Kyle? Is he going to play forty minutes? Is he you know going to do something to his ankle? But you know it ended up being a very dominant game by the Miami Heat. They ended up winning one eighteen ninety two. But, you know, I was trying. It was hard for me not to pay attention to the Heat. I was you know. Uh, is there to watch the Bulls, but it's so hard when you have you're watching Kyle run around and no DeRozan, right? So, uh, I did I did see this is the first time I've really taken a look at Zach Levine and Lonzo Ball since he's been traded. You know, Lonzo Ball played the most minutes of the game, almost forty. He had an okay game, like his percentages were off, but he still looked really good out there and like not afraid to do some like wild creative. Th- 
passing and stuff like that, which, you know, it mm-hmm. didn't work out for him all the time, but it, it was like cool to see. And, and like, I don't know why I've always been so hard on the balls. I think it's because <laughs> their dad is so wild, but like, yes. they're really good. Like Lonzo, um, and LaMelo, they're just like, I think they're going to be, you know, uh, really good in this league for a long time. But so yeah, ball and Levine stood out to me. Vucevic didn't like, I thought he was going to look better to me, to be honest with you. You know, like he played. Was he a bit like meh? Yeah, he was a bit meh. You know, like he was, he, he was 10 and eight and, you know, his field goal percentage was three for 15. Uh, so like not, not a hot game in the paint for him. Uh, I think he went one for four for three and no blocks for the big man. Like, it's just like, it seemed kind of like, okay, if they're missing DeRozan, you know, Levine's going to go off. But if like the rest of the guys are kind of having trouble uh, defending and stuff, which is like what you've talked about a lot on the podcast too, is that Chicago's, you know, the defense just isn't there. Uh, It was fun to watch Alex Caruso uh, try and chase Duncan Robinson around. Like (laughs) Duncan Robinson just kind of like, I think he was trying to guard him, but like, he was like the roadrunner. He just like ran away from Caruso and like had a very good game, probably had the best game uh, next to Zach Levine, like uh, was just knocking down threes. And so it was, I mean, for, for the heat with having their key guys out, but having Kyle in Kyle only had to play about 30 minutes and he had like a 16, three and 14 game. So he had a double, double. Yeah. He, he was great. It's just amazing. Like something that I forgot about since he's been gone, but he really opens up the floor and like, yes, the way that he can make some of these passes, like it just like, he's one of those guys, like they, they make sports look easy in a way, you know? And like, Mm -hmm. Kyle was yeah. really showing showing that tonight. You know, he's just so so efficient. Let me, let me ask you this. Okay, you know, you've watched Kyle so much. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think the the people talk a lot about the pitch ahead pass, which is when he gets the ball. Yep. Uh, and he just takes like one dribble, two dribbles, and fires it up to you know whoever's you whoever's the furthest ahead of the defense just to kind of keep that pressure on. You always see Kyle like, yelling at the ref, like, give me the ball, give me the ball, give me the ball. Yeah. Because I feel like he doesn't want anyone else to relax. Do you see any of that, or did you see any of that in um, in Lonzo? Yeah. No, that's exactly what I saw. I saw a lot of uh, some of those, like, Kyle skills in Lonzo, the way that he he's kind of, you know, he, he's finding those creative ways to to find the open man, I guess. And like, I think for Kyle, it's more of a necessity because he's a lot smaller. Like Lonzo's pretty big, right? Like, isn't he a lot? Th- yeah, I like, think he's probably like six, four. Six, my, oh, okay. So he's, he, he's, he's not like as big as LaMelo, but um, yeah, like it, I think it's like with Lonzo, he's in, he's still in his infancy as a player. Like he's only a few years in and I, but I do think you're kind of seeing what he could become with that. And yeah, like I see him being like a Kyle type of player, but I just don't know if he has the, like Kyle's tough, you know, like, I don't know, like Lonzo's got to get a little bit tougher. If he's got, you know, like I want to, I want to see more charges from Lonzo ball and Ooh, stuff. I like you know that. what I mean? Let me, let me correct myself by the way. Six foot six. Six foot six. Okay. Yeah. So he's got a little bit of height on him. Um, so, and you, you said Levine impressed you a bunch. Like, so compare Levine to, you know, to, to any Raptors fans listening who don't watch a lot of the, you know, the rest of the NBA, 
Is there a comparison for him on the Raptors? Is he like way better than anyone on the Raptors? Like, yeah. You know I mean, like, is there some Gary Trent? Levine. I feel like he's a bit of a or? Gary, like it's a bit of a Gary mixed with Fred. I feel like, like I think he's got a lot. He's got like the the agility, and then he also can just like you know, like his shots are hot. They're on. You know, like his threes mm-hmm. were dropping really nice. His field goal percentage too was just really good. Like I just feel like, um, yeah, like I. I I kind of think that he could maybe be a little bit more physical, but I think maybe there's other players that can kind of pick up that slack for him on the team. I just feel like he, yeah, like he's got kind of that, uh, he kind of like speeds up time. That's what I feel like Fred does a little bit when he's out there. Like it kind of seems like you hit fast forward a little bit sometimes when Fred's Mm -hmm. on the court. Right. So yeah, like I see kind of comparisons to that and, and, but yeah, might like if we had Zach Levine, on our team, poof. I mean, I would trade some some of our big fish. I think for him, maybe I'm crazy, but I mean, I, I, I might as well. I'm a, I'm a pretty big Levine fan, not just because of the Toronto dunk off, yeah. But uh, let me let me ask you this, because I, I I definitely enjoy other teams' broadcasts and like you know find you know just other yeah. like there's not a lot of jacks, not a lot that. of jacks. Jacks a rare gem. <laughs> Let's yeah. all enjoy him. But there's weird stuff elsewhere. Uh, you know, was there anything in the broadcast that you liked or like, you know, thought was weird or whatever? No, I don't think uh, they they played it pretty straight on this one. You know, there was a lot. They You could tell that they maybe they're feeling a bit nervous because since, you know, this game, everything's been postponed. So there was a little right. bit of a vibe to the broadcast that was like tentative. Or? Yeah. A little tentative. Yeah. They just seemed like, and they knew that, you know, DeMar not being there playing the Miami heat. Like this was a pretty big game. They're both pretty close in the standings and uh, you know, it just kind of seemed like you could feel a little bit of, of the worry of like, Oh, this could be a team that uh, ends our season down down the the road here so right you know it's yeah you know what Point i mean yeah patience yeah but yeah like i definitely appreciate jack more when i hear other people like <laughs> and and maddie d like that i just feel like they've got such such a good rapport for being the one canadian team and you know having their catchphrases and stuff like that i just think that it's awesome to uh it's great that like I'm starting to like get to know them better, you know, like mm-hmm. there's a lot of, it took me a long time to like kind of figure out the broadcasting team and stuff like that with Leo and, and, uh, everyone else. I think my, my last question and please, you know, yeah. uh, summarize whatever you like, but, uh, is, you know, did, did you, I'll just ask this, uh, ask it like this. Do you know who Chuck Swirsky is? Yes. Yes. Okay. When was he calling the game? Uh, I'm wondering if you listen to the Miami broadcast or the Chicago broadcast or, Oh, that's a good question. No, I think I was, I was listening to the, the Chicago one, but I don't think it was him calling it. And in all fairness, like it might, it maybe wasn't. Yeah. Um, So I, I I was just kind of curious. I mean, he was one of the first, 
people I, you know, personalities I fell in love with as a, right. as a Raptors fan. And, uh, you know, he went to Chicago, but yeah, I don't know that he calls every games or every game or whatever, but, uh, I was wondering if you heard, well, I guess if it was tentative too, you're not going to hear like onions, baby onions. Yeah. Or, <laughs> this crowd is going bananas. That was always a, a great one for me. And obviously bust out the salami and cheese is a, is a legendary oh my call. God. <laughs> yeah, no, like, and I, I just need to relook over the, uh, who did the broadcast, but those, like, I didn't see his name on it because they made a crack about a yacht at the beginning of it. And, uh, so maybe I was listening to the Miami one. I'm pretty sure I, I clicked the Chicago one though. Was that a glitch? Hey. Oh my hey, God. There's glitches on the league pass. We're going to learn that too, you know? <laughs> yeah, lots of glitches. The last thing I will say uh, that, you know, uh, Troy Brown Jr., special shout out, you just had one of those games where, you know, it, it's tough when you get a pass to a wide open three and you airball. Like that is just oh no, so rough. And then also, no Troy Brown Jr. <laughs> He played 34 minutes, so I oh, guess God. he was taking a lot of those Demar Demar uh, minutes away. But he also went in for a dunk and like somehow missed it and looked like he hurt his ankle coming down. It was just like, oh my God! Ooh. It was like, get him off the court. He's gonna hurt himself. But he ended up playing with a third amount of minutes on the team. Well, before you slag him anymore, yeah. I'll say this. He's <laughs> averaging four points and uh, two and a half rebounds, so I'd get off his back, okay? <laughs> oh, good, okay. So he actually had a good game then if he had 10 <laughs> points and four <laughs> yeah, rebounds. I, well, I got too excited, but yeah, he had a game of a, of a season, it looks like. Oh, geez. So the last thing I'll say about the Bulls, uh, I'm still rooting for them, you know, between the two teams. I know I love Kyle. He's got his ring. He got it with us. And I, I really want DeRozan to get it. And I feel like he's running out of time. So I am rooting for them. And I'm just like hoping that, you know, when the playoff draft comes around, I think I'm going to put Chicago in my top eight. I think I'm going to do Whoa. it. They're getting through. They're getting through the first round. I love it. Yeah. Uh, well, um, that's a... Uh, a very great analysis. I think, uh, you know, hopefully mine is, you know, anywhere near yours, the Kyle Lowry love. I, I mean, like, yeah, if I watched a game where they were playing Kyle, it would be really hard for me not to just watch Kyle. Yeah, it was tough. Yeah, but that's, that's okay. This is where we're coming from, you know, <laughs> and we got to appreciate Kyle. Yeah, you know, he's not going to be here forever. Yeah. Uh, so my game, you assigned the Los Angeles Clippers to yep. me. Uh, it was a team that I, you know, I, I it was basically my biggest hot take of the year. I, or one of them, anyways, was that uh, the Clippers wouldn't make the playoffs. I felt like losing Kawhi for most of the season, and you know when he comes back, being on minutes restrictions or whatever, just put too much pressure on Paul George and the surrounding parts. And big Ty Lue fan, but I do you know I thought the. I thought uh, the cards they were dealt this offseason were too difficult to overcome. And, um, you know, just a quick look at the standings. They are doing pretty good. They are 16 and 12. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the game I watched, Paul George didn't play. And this to me is, you know, it was one, it was one of those scenarios where it's like, right, there's a lot of talented guys in the NBA. And I, I feel like I got to learn about a bunch of guys. Uh, Ish Wainwright played some minutes for Phoenix. Mm -hmm. So that was fun to watch. Uh, you know, considering the Raptors cut him this year, but um, DeAndre Aiden Booker both out. Paul played pretty much. You know, the Clippers got off to an early lead and didn't give it back. They they controlled the game pretty well. 
Marcus Morris went off. He had one of those games. You know, Reggie Jackson looks really good. Uh, you know, Eric Bledsoe was was doing some stuff. Justice Winslow. I don't know if you remember him, yep. uh, former Heat guy, then yeah. Memphis. Uh, one of these guys that seems like, you know, perhaps was on his way out of the league. He was playing. So, uh, you know, he wasn't like doing too much, but he was playing. He was doing stuff. So, yeah, as far as the game, it wasn't it wasn't a full blowout until the end. Although I do th- feel like if you're a Phoenix fan, this was probably a horrible game. Mm-hmm. If you're a Clippers fan, I did uh, listen to the Clip- Clippers broadcast. It was a great game. You know, you beat one of the best teams in the league uh, without Paul George or Kawhi. And you had lots of different role players, you know, Isaiah Hartenstein, uh, Terrence Mann, um, you know, just, just different guys stepping up and, and doing stuff. And and it was at home and they won. And uh, I don't know. The Clippers are probably a lot more for real than I was giving them any credit for. Like, did you notice, like, was Chris Paul playing up to snuff against them? Is he still got it? Is he still going to take them back to the finals or what? I, I think he needs help. Um, <laughs> you know, not like I think, I think he's probably like, okay, emotionally, but mm. uh, he, he, he's someone like Kyle, in my opinion, or maybe, maybe that's not, you know, fair to Kyle who can maybe do more with less. I don't know if that's fair to Chris Paul, yeah. but Chris Paul's final run, in my opinion, really had a lot to do with like a stacked Phoenix team and bringing in a guy who could kind of like stir that drink perfectly. Mm -hmm. And he was doing stuff with Bridges. And uh, let me just look, you know, who did have a good game for Phoenix? Cameron Uh, Johnson. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Alfred Payton was also. Yeah, Cam Johnson was probably the best, but uh, Alfred Payton was also on the team, which I I found Mm. fun. Um, McGee, I thought was pretty good. But, uh, you know, overall, it was kind of like, doesn't seem like a lot of people for, like Phoenix didn't put up that much of a fight, but they did keep it close. Right. Uh, And they got no Wayden. They got no Booker. They got no Sarich. um, Yeah, yeah, they got none of those guys. Um, Yeah. Is is, is Sarich, Sarich, is he still? Sarich. Is he with them? Yeah, he's still with them. Yeah, yeah. He just looks like I thought he went to a different team for. Oh, some did reason, he? But... Did he move? There? Like he's still on their roster, though. Fair enough. Um, uh, well, you know, when you look on League Pass, it kind of tells you uh, just who played and who was the DNP. And also, you know, shout out to Serge Ibaka, DNP coach's decision. So I'm not really quite sure where he's at. I hope he's coming along. I know he had back issues, but uh, yeah. Maybe like he's just because it doesn't look like he's played at all this year. So, no, yeah, I guess I guess he's not quite ready yeah. yet. So, but if I had to say something like from an overall perspective, it would be that I am happy I watched the Clippers game because yeah. I'm underestimating them, mm-hmm. and it definitely looks like a team that when they get their stars back and these these role players can fall in, it's a team that's deeper than I gave credit to. Hundred percent. Yeah. Do you think that they have less pressure on them this year going into the playoffs? Be like, most likely, Kawhi won't be back. I think, right? Like, he's fully out this year. Or I, I think he might be back for the playoffs. Oh, but wow. I think you're exactly right. They do have less pressure. Yeah. This is maybe the first time you know during the Kawhi, Paul George era, where the Clippers team has not had that much pressure. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a good point because I feel like. 
that is conducive to like, you know, success and whether players admit it or not. Yeah. Like I, when yeah, the pressure's there, right? Like, well, and like, I just think both the LA teams have, have always, it's been like a pressure struggle there. And like one team's the one that always wins and one's the, the team that has never won or whatever. So it's like, totally, you know, yeah, it's the, the Clippers are the franchise where it's like, and I knew you would never be able to tie your own shoe. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. And then there's the kid who's like, oh, it's like, it's like, yeah. And I'm not yeah. giving you Velcro shoes either. <laughs> you got to tie your own shoe. And they're like, but I can. And it's like, well, see you later then. You know? <laughs> Very yeah. specific and weird. Uh, Very specific. Uh, so what do you think? Where do you think uh, the, the, the uh, Clippers are going to go from here the rest of the season? That's a great question. I I've already really underestimated them. Mm-hmm. Uh so I don't want to I don't want to go too far. I don't want to be too slanderous here. They are 5th in the standings, I think right now. I'm just going to double check. Um and I think I still feel like that is a little bit like higher than where they're going to end up. Um, so let me say that I've, I feel like the Clippers are going to finish in seventh place and so they'll be in the play-in. They'll be in the play-in. Um, and I think that some of the teams like, you know, the Nuggets and Mavericks will kind of, will will do better than them. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, with the big, big caveat, uh, and if you're a Clippers fan, you're like, why is this guy so disrespectful? Like he just watched the Clippers <laughs> team beat Phoenix and they're in fifth and they're better than he thought. And he still thinks they're going to be bad. I, I don't think they're going to be bad. I just feel like they're the wear and tear of a season uh, will be hard. But again, you know, I, I guess don't listen to me because I've been pretty wrong on that. Is Serge hurt again? That l- let me look that up quickly because I feel like uh, I don't know the status of Serge. They didn't. Um, Cause he, Oh, here he, we go. Oh my yeah. God. First, first search. Um, Clippers Serge Ibaka is healthy, but playing time wanes. And then we have, uh, there's a SB Nation article, Serge Ibaka's curious absence continues. Oh, weird. Yeah, so he's not getting played. Oh, that's weird. So let me just say, bring my son home. Bring my son home. You know what I mean? Let me just go ahead and say, bring my son home. I understand he was mad at Masai and he wanted to leave. But it's okay. Bring my son home. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no. Don't do this Gasol, L.A. Lakers shit. You know, while you That's... bring in guys to replace him, like Serge should be out there. He's such a big part of a team. He's you know, he's that personality that keeps everything loose, and he makes some really good shots and does some really good <laughs> defense. So, you know, uh, I felt like he would be such a key for them to be doing well in the possible playoff uh, matchups that they're going to have, don't they need surge to be like making some huge blocks? Okay. So check this out. Uh, This is actually a bit of a juicy story. I'm glad you asked. So here's a a tweet from uh, uh, what I assume is a basketball reporter, Andrew grief, grief. Serge Ibaka arrives from the locker room and takes his sideline seat about eight minutes into the game. Whoa. So for a player that's expected to play, that is uh that is not um that is not regular. Oh, that's so weird you know, behavior. I knew he was having his back trouble 
And then, so now they're just like keeping him out even when, you know, they've got some injuries and stuff. That's pretty wild. Mm-hmm. Because like Paul George didn't even, he, he didn't play that game, did he? No. Paul George didn't play either. Yeah. I, I gathered, I, I thought that Paul George is like, I'm sure he's not getting benched, but I feel like Paul George was, uh, I was trying to Google that before we, we started as well, because the his absence also wasn't mentioned on the broadcast. Right. Yeah. Um, so maybe it was I just think, a rest thing or. I think he is injured. Oh. Um, yeah. It just, he, he was doubtful. Just looking at Fan Nation here. What 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 was he out with? Um, yeah, I'm not I'm not really seeing. I'm just what, checking. what it is he is injured with. Elbow. Elbow. Yeah. Classic. Paul George has an elbow injury, and Batum has a sprained right ankle, but no Serge Ibaka on that injury report. So I think you know the oh segment God. we've done. Uh, what we've actually, <laughs> you know, discovered is that we still love our former Raptors. Yeah. And there is a mystery unfolding in L.A. Uh, regarding uh, Serge Ibaka. Heavily pursued. <laughs> yeah. By the Clippers. Oh heavily God. pursued. How dare you? You know? Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with Serge. Oh, my God. Come home. Come home, Serge. We miss you. Come home, Serge. Uh, okay. Wait. So right. I think we've we've arrived at the part of the segment where... Yeah. Um, you know, I don't have a predetermined team, but based on what's happening, I feel like, yeah, we, we got to choose teams for each other. Right. So do you want to assign me a team first and I'll yes. assign you second or vice versa? Yeah, no, I'm going to, I'll assign you a team first. And, uh, my pick is, is definitely inspired by some of the topics we talked about today on the podcast right. of if you're listening, go and listen to episode 225 uh, to understand what I'm saying. But, you know, with what's going on with Zion and with JV playing so well, but then, you Ooh. know, their team is doing so bad still. I want to see what's going on with the New Orleans Pelicans, you know? I feel like I always have a soft spot for that team. I think you got to watch a game of them over the next month and report back. Thank you. I accept the assignment. I will let you know everything that transpires with King Cake Baby. Yes. And and the Pelicans mascot <laughs> Pelly, I think their name is. Um my I'm going to I'm going to go a different direction here. Uh, I'm right. going to assign to you okay. uh, because I think, you know, I don't think it's lightning in a bottle. They're good. They're, you know, historic. Mm -hmm. But uh I want you to watch a Warriors game. Uh, over oh. the next month, and I want you to just kind of get caught up in the magic. Uh, maybe you'll be able to watch Clay's return. Uh, so this is me giving you a gift, and don't worry. Yeah, I don't see I don't see the Pelicans game as as not a gift. I love all basketball, and I will trust me. I will legitimately <laughs> have a good time watching a bad Pelicans game. Okay. So the first place team and the fifteenth place team in the West are the That's two right. teams. Uh, no, that the first thing I thought of was Disneyland. I know they're in San Francisco, but you know it's uh, got a it, that team's got a Disneyland vibe for sure. Uh, if there's a Disneyland team, I Fair would definitely enough, pick yeah. the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> um, yeah, very exciting to see when Clay comes back and how well Wiggins has been doing. And of course, Clay, I th or sorry, uh, Steph, I, I think he's breaking some three point record and his, his dad's in New York to watch the game that he's going to. Mm -hmm. Is it just yeah, like the most three pointers or something? What is yeah, it? Yeah, so he's two three pointers away from breaking Ray Allen's all time three pointers made. Oh, my God. Um, 
in much, much shorter time than Ray Allen, he's going to like cement his position as the best three-point shooter of all time. Oh my God. You know what? That guy definitely needs more respect. I feel like he gets a lot, but he needs more. Like he needs to be up in that, you know, I don't know if he's in the GOAT convo, but I think he's, he's up there in the top five. Like the fact that I think I could smash him in one-on-one, like it's just not right. (laughs) I know. Yeah. Like I always talk about, oh yeah, if Steph came my way, I'd block him, you know, like, like stuff like that. Like that's just disrespectful. Yeah. Like so, um, yeah, yeah. Steph needs more respect. Yeah, definitely. Well, great. This was uh, this was a fun first segment of the League Pass Report. Thanks, everybody. Um, it goes on Patreon first, so we're going to give our Patreon listeners a little taste, and then we're going to release it for everybody else as a bonus episode on the podcatchers. So, you know, if you're listening to it at that point, that's great. If you can support us on Patreon, we'd really appreciate it. We're going to just keep adding more and more content and stuff like that to it, and, uh, you know, we're going to uh, take that money and, and help make the podcast better. Yeah, and if you are, a, you know, a current Patreon supporter, what's up? We might know you personally, and we really do appreciate all the help that, uh, you know, yeah, you've, you've given us. And, um, yeah, hopefully we can uh, bear some fruit and show you what you've, you've helped us with uh, shortly. Sweet. All right. Thanks a lot. See you, everybody. in the Confederacy of Dunks League Pass Report. League Pass Report. League Pass Report. League Pass Report. Report. Report.